Hello and greetings from Portland, Maine. So excited to be recording this episode right now. Welcome to the Claim Stage podcast. You are listening to a new mini series called Tales from the Road. Last month's mini series went so well, I wanted to do another one. If this is your first time listening, I'm Angela Lucier. I am your host. I'm an author, speaker, and CEO of the Speaker Sisterhood, which is a network of public speaking clubs for women. And today is day one of my speaking tour, the Speak Up Tour 2018, which is taking me all over New England. And I'm on stop number one, Portland, Maine, for the next week. And then I head to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And then I'm going to Providence and then Cape Cod, Boston. Boston and then Worcester. And on this tour, my goal is to reach as many women as I can to teach them how to speak up, teach them about the power of using their voice, to help them how to discover what is already inside of them, and to help them to connect to what they want to say. And I'm very excited about this tour. And as I was putting this episode together, I was thinking about what I really want to say in this mini series because this the series actually accomplishes so many different goals for this podcast and i want to make sure i lay them out now so you know what we're trying to accomplish here and that you get the most from it so on today's episode you're going to hear three interviews one is with shana from all-star car and truck rental and shana was the woman who rented us the van that i'm driving for this tour the second person you're going to hear from is Ethan Vanell, who designed the dresses I'm wearing on this tour. And the third interview is with me. <laughs> we flipped the script and Lenore and Amber, who work for Speaker Sisterhood, asked if they could interview me a couple days ago, just out of the blue, because they wanted to get my pre-tour thoughts before I hit the road. And listening back to that interview, I'm laughing because I sound so tired. I mean, I am really tired <laughs> in the interview. And I'm also just like so scattered because we're trying to put 500 details together, you know, a, a couple days before leaving. So I think it's it's helpful to hear those pre-tour thoughts. And I'm going to continue to share my thoughts as we go. But I wanted to introduce the interviews today and share why they're in here. So first of all, I'm really interested in highlighting some of the people who made this this tour possible because it is such an undertaking and I want to thank our sponsors and give them a chance to tell a little bit of their story. But I also want to hear about their experiences and what they do and why they do it. And I'm always so inspired by people who love their job and bring their own creativity and their their love to what they do. So you're going to hear some of that in the interviews. But the other goal of of sharing all of this throughout the tour is this is a, a, a podcast for women who want to be better public speakers. And many of you may want to become professional speakers and one day have your own speaking tour. So this series will teach you some of the things you'll need to be thinking about if you were ever to put that together. And Plus, it's just really fun to interview new people in, in their space. Some of them are done off location. We're out of the glitter closet. Today, I'm actually recording at the Airbnb I'm staying at. I'm sitting in the bed that I'm sleeping in. <laughs> I was going to ask if I could record in a closet, but I thought, no, I'm just, I'm just going to sit right in the bed that I'm sleeping in. <laughs> I'm, I'm covered in blankets right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
that's it for the introduction. I'm really excited about this tour. I'm also really tired. I just got here yesterday and we have a couple days before the first speaking engagement. So my plan is to just sleep and maybe occasionally eat, but mostly, (laughs) mostly just relax before it starts. So that's tip number one. If you're going on a speaking tour, arrive a couple days before it actually starts. So you can settle in, get centered, have a couple days for yourself and then start out. That's my plan so far. I'll update you as we go. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to our first guest, Shayna from All-Star Car and Truck Rental. This interview went in an entirely different direction than I was planning, but I absolutely loved what she had to say, and I was ready to hire her as the co-host for this podcast at the end of it because she is so amazing (laughs) and had such great things to share. So without further ado, my interview with Shayna. All right, let's start with names. Let's all introduce ourselves. Everyone knows me. I'm Angela. I host the podcast. So tell us who you are. My name is Shayna. Um, I am the assistant manager here at All Star Car and Truck Rental in the Chicopee location. Okay. And I'm Lenore Braun, and the club director of Speaker Sisterhood. Awesome. So we're here today because you guys amazingly helped us to get a van for the speaking tour we're on. Yes. And you're donating it to us for us to go out and empower and support women in finding their voice. And I'm really intrigued by your job because you work in a car and truck rental field and you are in a male-dominated industry. And I want to know what it's like for you working in this field and any advice you have for other women. So how long have you been working in this position or field? I would say about six to seven years. I started here in 2010. Um, I left for about six months and did insurance for a little bit, but then I came right on back. So I would say about seven years going on right now here at All Star. Mm -hmm. And what do you like about it? Um, I like the freedom that we have here. I like the fact that I work with a small group of people where we are close-knit. We're very family-oriented. Um, I like the fact that we have a lot of different customers, but at the same time, we have regular customers where they literally know our lives sometimes. They can come in and ask about our children. We know about their lives. So I like the fact that we are in the industry, but we're still more like a almost a mom-and-pop shop where it's more intimate. So Yeah, love that. So working in this field, what has it been like? You probably work with a lot of men I would assume a lot of men we um our guys in the back they're usually you know two males um we work with body shops um we have a lot of guys coming here especially with truck rentals we have a lot of landscapers and construction um so sometimes you know you have to stand your ground you have to be strong with your voice I think that's the best way to put it because if you're intimidated by them or you shrink down they will think that they can tell you exactly what they need or what you should do. So it's best to always be very strong. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? Do you give yourself a pep talk or like what, what does that look like? <laughs> I mean, I'm six one, so the first thing you do is stand up. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the best thing to do. Sometimes a lot of men will look up and be like, oh, okay. Um, but you have to just be strong in what you say and what your beliefs are, you know? Um, You can't let someone tell you that it's one way when you know for a fact it's this way. You can't doubt yourself when you go into things, especially conversations about our type of cars we have or they like to get really like 
they want to talk about the engine and things like that. You have to just make yourself knowledgeable so you can go right back at them and just say, yeah, that payload is 10,000 pounds. So they're looking at you like, oh, okay, well, you do know a little bit more. So (laughs) let me start this over again. So That's awesome. I I would love to see the look on their face. (laughs) (laughs) It happens a lot. Like we, we have a lot of customers that come in here and... They'll try to, you know, you just have to be strong, you know, you just have to tell them exactly what you feel and what you need, but you can't, don't be rude about it. Because, yeah. you know, that's the first thing that a lot of men stereotype with women. It's, you know, we, we have attitudes, but they don't look at strong men as having attitudes. So I like to stay professional, mm-hmm. um, but I'm stern at the same time. So. Have you always been like that? Um, first working here, it could be a little intimidating, um, especially when you don't deal with as many men in your life. Um, but I was an athlete, so I was learned to stand up strong and be accountable for what you say and stick by what you say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that I always had it in me, you know, um, I'm just a little bit more confident as the years went on. So what do you think gave you that confidence? I don't know. I would want to say my daughter. Um, Yeah, when you become a mom, you have to be mama bear. You have to be her voice when she can't have a voice. So you have to make sure your beliefs are strong and you have to make sure what you say and what you believe because you're going to have people tell you how you should raise your child or what you should do and you have to know what's best for her at the end of the day. So I think once I became a mother is when I got more confidence in myself and told myself, like, this is it. Like, you are not only speaking for yourself, but you're speaking for another little girl. So Oh, that's beautiful. Um, what advice do you have for other women who work in a male-dominated industry and maybe don't feel confident what what would you tell them believe in yourself Um, believe you're just as smart and you're just as strong Um, don't let the idea of a man that can lift more just say always say you can lift the same amount always go toe and toe always believe that you are just as equal as any man that you are working beside um and be confident, be consistent, you know, um, and I think that's the most important thing. And don't be afraid to be emotional. I think that's the beautiful thing about being a woman is we can nurture a certain customer, but we can be strong to another customer and be disciplinary to another customer. So don't be afraid to be that woman at the end of the day. Don't hide that. So. Damn. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> okay, you're amazing. Oh, thank you. Lenore, you're yes. here today because you did something really cool that I want you to tell everybody that's listening to um, about and like why we're here today. Yeah, so when we were putting the tour together, I set my mind to get us a set of wheels to be able to take along the East Coast. And so I suited myself up one morning with the determination I was going to keep door knocking until I found the place that would give us those wheels. And I pumped myself up. I felt super confident. I'm like, I've got this. I had my suit on. (laughs) And the first stop was actually a local stop, the Chicopee location. And I was right down the road. And I pulled into the parking lot, and it's just full of trucks and cars. It reminded me of almost like an auto shop (laughs) and I instantly became intimidated instantly and I pulled into a parking spot and thought oh my god like I'm gonna walk in that door and there's gonna be these mechanic looking men like grunting and say what hi can I help you (laughs) maybe not even that (laughs) and all of a sudden I started having doubt and I sat there in the car and I took a deep breath and I said no 
you've got this, you're going in there. So I grabbed my stuff and I pulled the door open and all of a sudden I looked inside and there's these two lovely ladies smiling back at me. Hi, can I help you? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I let out some type of scream of excitement. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, women. And I just knew it was gonna be okay. And we had a great conversation and that was Angela and Shana. And so excited and here we are picking up our wheels. Yeah, and I have to say, I heard from Lenora that day, and she was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> this is great. So tell us more about All Star and, and what you guys do. Um, so we are in three locations. We rent out regular cars. We rent out vans. We also do commercial vehicles such as a dump truck, box truck, things like that. Um, one of our locations located in Westfield, 110 Airport Road. Also here in Chicopee, um, we are at 385 Memorial Drive. And Agua, I'm 235? 245, so you gotta get it to talk. <laughs> 245 Springfield Street, um, and that's in Aguam. Um, and we rent to the public, we rent to schools, we rent to school departments, we rent to body shops, insurance replacements. We are just an overall company where we provide service in any way that we can. Um, one great thing about us is we are very, like I said, very small, but very friendly and very personable. Um, we pick up clients, we bring them back, you know, we drop people off. Um, it's just a really great place to rent from and also to work at because you're not just another face when you come to us. Um, you are, you become a customer and the more we see you, the more we family you become. So that's one thing that we love to see is repeat people coming in and we know them and we know their stories and... We have regular conversations every day. We know pet names for <laughs> certain people of American Legion. It's, it's just something that is really great to be with. So Yeah. Well, we're so glad to be partnering with you for this tour and to be able to support you and to be supported by you. And we want to thank you so much for helping oh, us. Oh, thank you. I think it's something that's great, especially us as women. We would love to motivate and empower and if something that we can get you place to place then that is something that we would love to do and something that we would stick behind you know so it's great great well for anyone listening if you want to see a picture of the van or see uh, all of us at the location you can go to speakersisterhood.com slash speak up or check us out on instagram twitter or facebook so thanks for being here with us today thank you isn't she great i I just love her energy. I love what she had to say about working in a male-dominated industry and how she has found her voice and has been able to be confident and comfortable in her role. I also want to thank All-Star Car and Truck Rental once again for donating the van I'm driving around in. And you can see it on our website at speakersisterhood.com. We have pictures in our podcast posting, and I'm sure they're also up on social media. Next, I am interviewing Ethan Vanell. Ethan was referred to me by a couple of local friends who said, oh, if you're interested in getting clothing made, you should definitely talk to him. He's great. Didn't know him, reached out to him, met with him, and immediately we just really enjoyed each other, enjoyed each other's creativity and vision, and we worked together to build these dresses slash shirts and skirts that I'm wearing on this tour. And if you want to see them, you can go again to speakersisterhood.com and click on the podcast and you'll see them there. And I'm sure all of the tour pictures will show me in them as well. But I just have to say, it's so amazing to wear clothing that is made for you because everything fits perfectly. And it's just such a special feeling. I feel like a total princess. And I also feel like all of this clothes is way cooler than me. (laughs) So I do feel really cool when I wear them. And I also want to say the end, the very end of the interview got cut off because 
my computer is so full. I think I ran out of disk space when I was recording it. So another tip, if you're going on tour, you're going to want to clear out your, your hard drive. <laughs> and I just love Ethan. So you can find him at ethan.vanell at gmail.com. And I'm going to have a link to it in the show notes and in uh, iTunes and everything. So you can always go and find the exact uh, email address for him there. So without further ado, my interview with Ethan. All right. So before we jump into the questions, tell me who you are and tell me about your business. My name is Ethan Vanell. And I do a fashion, costume, bridal, accessories business, um, and sort of encapsulates all of those things. I've worked in each industry singularly, so I still definitely do all of those things. Um, I went to school for fashion design, worked in New York City in various capacities in theater and fashion, um, until I got really hungry and tired and <laughs> needed to come home. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I actually thought I was just going to regroup and go back to New York City. But then I just, you know, I'm from Massachusetts and I just was really liking the space and the creativity aspects and was able to work around New England and different films and projects and things like that. And sort of just recently in the past few years landed in the bridal industry and it's, I like it. Cool. Well, I'm really lucky that you came back to Massachusetts because yeah. when I was looking for someone to make me some dresses for the speaking tour, you were recommended to me by a couple people. And I thought, oh, awesome. Mm, he lives right here. <laughs> and I checked out your website and I loved your stuff. And when I met you, I thought you're the perfect person to do this job. And the reason I wanted to make dresses for this tour is because it's really important to me that my image matches the type of message I'm sending. Right. So when you and I met, we talked about creating something that really spoke to the the mission of this whole speaking tour, which is like to be powerful through using your voice. Yep. And do you want to tell everyone what we decided we were going to make? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a great first meeting and really I think we hit it off right away and kind of knew that it was going to be a great working relationship. Yeah. Um, you being who you are and doing what it is that you do, um, allowing me to come in and help you, expand upon that idea and that image was really great. And so the whole, um, you know, the whole empowering thing of women, especially, and the need for it more and how that power is always sat in the laps of men, especially men in suits. So we decided to take that power suit and rework it to make it powerful for women. Yeah, and these dresses are so kick-ass. Like, I, I feel like I'm not cool enough to wear them. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, it's some of the best work that I think I've done. And, and I think it's because, it's partially because of who you are and what it is that you're doing. Oh. So, therefore, it informed my creativity and my desire to be creative oh, cool. with you. So, it's like it was a really nice copacetic kismet yeah. type working relationship. Yeah. Um, you know, because I've done things, you know, just basic things in the past with people and you know, not to say that the garments didn't come out really nice and lovely, but it was just like, you know, when you have, then it's like, when it's sort of just a dress for someone, it doesn't have as much meaning to me behind it either. Mm -hmm. And so when there's meaning behind something to create for someone that I can get on behind too, then I think the work just in itself is inherently better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what you did is you went to Savers yep. and you got a bunch of, of suits that we yeah. could upcycle into suits the dresses. Suits and ties and men's shirts. And so then just 
you know, cut them up basically and put them on my, padded out my dress form to be your size. So I was literally looking at your figure <laughs> while I was doing it. Um, and then I was able to just take these pieces that I had and literally just kind of had started off with a general idea of what I wanted to do. But in ways like this, because it's, it's so different of a design process than a normal way, which is like, you know, you come up with the sketch and then you do the mock-up um, and you make the pattern pieces and then you're able to recreate it. The stuff, the way that this works is it's all completely one of a kind. It's original, can't really be done again unless I had the exact same size pair of pants and was working with the exact same size model. Otherwise, that's the only way that they could ever mesh up and be the same. Cool. Um, but that's one of the great, inherently great things about doing upcy upcycling clothing in itself is that it becomes truly yours, mm -hmm. and that it's that's all it is. Yeah, and it's a really it's a really nice thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I think these dresses really stand for a lot of the things that my company is about. We do a lot of upcycling when we make gifts and cards for our new members, and we're also all about redefining power. And I yeah. think by taking these power suits and turning them into something that is feminine but also has its own stamp of power, oh, yeah. it has its own message. And I think that's yeah. so powerful and meaningful in its own way. Wonderful. Yeah, so I really appreciate working with you, and I can't wait to go out on the road and share the story of the dresses and inspire other women to find their own look and to yep. represent themselves through some of the clothing they yep. wear. Well, it's yeah, I mean, power comes... So much of power has, does have to do, unfortunately, with our garments and what we're wearing and how you present yourself to people. And people, you know, people are people, so we're going to, you know... You're not supposed to judge by a book by its cover, but we're going to judge a book by its cover because we're human beings. So yeah. That's just the way that it goes. <laughs> <laughs> we try to not do it and as much as possible. But how you present yourself. So even if it's not something like this, just as long as it makes you feel good and makes you feel like who you are inside on the outside so that we can see that, you're automatically ahead of the game. Mm. Because, you're, because the way that you feel has so much to do with how you're perceived. Mm. And in the wedding dress business, I'll, you know, I'll be like, does this, we can do this and it'll make you look this way, but is it comfortable for you? Because if it's not comfortable for you, then we're going to see that you're not comfortable. Yep. And so it all plays off of each other. Mm -hmm. And so if you're confident in how you're presenting yourself and how you feel when you're presenting yourself, then you've already got an audience. They're captivated already. Yeah. And then you've got your words and your yeah. authenticity. It's like yeah. a match. Yeah. And then everything else follows suit and falls into place and you, people want more. Mm -hmm. So if someone listening to the show right now is thinking, I want my own dress, I want my own outfit for speaking on stage, what's your website? How could they get in touch with you? Um, well, there's two ways. Um, either on Facebook, which is AV Design by Ethan Vanell, or AthanVanell.com. Okay. Um, and that is the end of my interview with Ethan. As I mentioned, it did get cut off due to disk space, but that was the end of it. So make sure you get in touch with him. You can find all of the web links in the show notes. Our last interview today is with me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever been a guest on my own show, but I really loved it. It was really nice. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to doing another one midway through the tour, where I'm sure I'll have more to share and many more stories and learnings and insights. So here is Lenore Braun and Amber Ladley interviewing me 
on Clay on the Stage. Well, hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. Uh, do you want me to inter- say what we're doing here, or do you want to? Yeah, I don't mind doing a quick little introduction, but I didn't. Yeah, okay. do it up. Just, okay. This is your show. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, welcome to Claim the Stage Podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm so thrilled that you're our guest today. <laughs> Well, today is Friday, March 30th, 2018, and you are two days away from one of the most remarkable creations that you've come up with to date. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> the Speak Up Tour. So Amber and I wanted to check in with you and just ask you a few questions about how you're feeling in this moment and some thoughts about the tour. Cool. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. <laughs> That'd be helpful. <laughs> I'm Lenore Braun, the club director for Speaker Sisterhood. Cool. And you are? I'm Amber Ladley, creative director of the Speaker Sisterhood. Cool. Just making sure you aren't imposters. <laughs> We're team Angela. <laughs> That's who we are. <laughs> I like that. So nice. what was the first question? Yeah. So the first question is, how are you feeling right now? Um, so how am I feeling right now? I feel sort of in disbelief because I've, I've just never done anything this big before. It just, it seems like a big idea that you can have and then you can work on, but it doesn't actually happen, you know, but this one is happening. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel really excited. I feel really nervous and I also feel like ready for it. Like I, I could do this. It's the same thing I've been doing. It's just a lot of it at once. <laughs> and on four wheels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, it, it's going to be fine, but I just feel like anxious and wondering like, what's it going to be? Cause it could be anything really. It's, there are going to be a lot of talks, but I think it's going to be a lot more than that. It's going to be connecting with people in new ways. It's going to be exploring cities. It's going to be like learning more about myself and what I really want to be saying to people. And it's, it's wide open. So in some ways that's exciting. And sometimes in some other ways, it's pretty scary. (laughs) What are you most excited about? I'm most excited about sharing this message because I know how powerful it is. I've seen how many other women have been transformed through finding their voice. And I want more women to do that. And I think by doing these workshops and sharing this message, it will inspire them to want to get involved, to start practicing this, this kind of public speaking, this work, and recognize all the power and love and confidence that they have already inside of them do you have any fears and if so what are they (laughs) what's what's up with this question (laughs) it's my question (laughs) it's a truth question (laughs) (laughs) um i'm afraid of being boring Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at your fears, but I don't think you could ever be boring. No. Like, is that possible? <laughs> You're fun. Oh, okay. You're the definition of fun. I'm the definition you of fun. You are the definition oh of fun. Oh my God, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. I thought it was blood, sweat, sweat and tears. You, no. But you just, you've redefined fun redefined. for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. 
Well, I'm still afraid of being boring. <laughs> um, I'm afraid that I'm not going to get my point across and that people aren't going to get it because I'm going to be vague or something. I'm afraid I'm going to get sick, break my ankle or my leg. <laughs> I'm afraid of getting in a car accident. <laughs> I'm being truthful. These are all the things I yes. think about. I'm afraid that everyone's going to cancel the speaking gigs, like, the day before. They're going to be like, yeah, we just decided we don't really want to do it. I'll be like, okay, thanks anyway. <laughs> I think that's it. All right. So when you think about the tour, what would a successful tour look like? If all the women who show up to the events feel inspired to continue doing this work because they recognize that they could they could connect with themselves in a new way and also start to experience that secret life that I talk about in the in the presentations like they start to see wow I could have that life I want or I could do more I could actually write that book I could apply for that job I could start that business I could ask for more money I could speak at that conference I could get out of this bad relationship whatever it is they realize that those things are possible through this work and then they want to sign up for the speaker sisterhood so they can keep on believing in themselves and recognizing what's possible so I think that would be a sign of success also that we meet someone on the tour who's really invested in this mission and wants to give us like $250,000 <laughs> <laughs> so we can keep going and not have to worry too much about our revenue streams right now and stay focused on building something really valuable. So anyone listening, my email is <laughs> Angela at speakersisterhood.com. If you feel like talking about a quarter of a million dollars <laughs> <laughs> and being involved in a really exciting way. Excellent. All right. If you could talk to Angela 10 years ago, what would she have to say about this tour? <laughs> <laughs> she would be saying, so I'm going to take, char take control of the book sales and the swag. <laughs> I'm going to set up the room before it, and uh, I'll do registration. <laughs> Sounds a bit like me. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep the van organized. Um, let me know if you need me to set up the Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, she would, not, she would not go on tour. I mean, she would, she would be like, that's not even possible doesn't make any sense I don't even think she could fathom this it wouldn't make it wouldn't even connect um, if she saw an ad in the newspaper for like a tour assistant to do all the side jobs she would apply for it because it sounds exciting but she would never be the speaker yeah so that, that would just be way too scary <laughs> so I'd love to just do a little uh, follow-up about that because this morning we were talking about the tour and all of the events and I asked you uh, if there was anything you weren't looking forward to, all of these speaking gigs, all of these events, these private dinners, book signings, and you 
felt about it? How did you feel about it? I'm looking forward to everything. Everything. Yeah, every <laughs> single just, thing. Yeah, it's just so cool. Yeah. To see your, your growth, too. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to even remember being like that person I was 10 years ago. I couldn't imagine being her today. That just, I don't, I don't even identify with her anymore. It's been a long road. It's been a lot of work. And I remember driving to speaking gigs like six or seven, even five years ago and feeling like, what am I doing? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I'm not a public speaker. And now I feel like I am. Like I totally am. So that's exciting mm -hmm. that you can transform yourself and change the way you think about yourself and what's possible. And I really realize a lot of it comes down to beliefs. Like what do you believe is possible? And at that time, I just didn't believe any of this was possible because I couldn't, I couldn't see that as a future for myself. But through little steps every single day and always committing to keep going and trying harder or trying different things and learning from mistakes and not letting failure stop me, but using failures as a learning tool, I got here. And I think anybody can do it. It's just a, a commitment to that process of sticking with it which is not easy but it's worth it because mm -hmm. look what we're doing <laughs> we are doing it like who goes on like a 35 day is it 35 days like 34 day speaking tours mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know anybody nobody I know yeah I've never met anybody who's with 500 bags of popcorn yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Should, we should note the boxes of stacked behind Angela at the moment with 500 bags of boom chicka pop and some T4T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a box of t-shirts behind me for the tour. It's really mind-blowing. It's official. Yeah. Well, if you could fast forward time and talk to Angela one month from now as the tour is winding down, coming to an end, what would you say to her? Um, I hope you had fun. I hope you didn't freak out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you didn't take it too seriously. Like, take it seriously, but have fun. Because I know that sometimes I can start to feel, like, a lot of pressure. And I don't want to do that to myself. Because it's a great opportunity to just enjoy what I've built. So I, I want to tell her that. Just have fun. Awesome. Angela, fun. <laughs> we'll remind you of that when you pull out of the driveway <laughs> and you head out on the road. <laughs> I'll have a big post-it on the steering wheel. Have fun. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what, what would you say to any woman listening right now who has a big, crazy dream or idea but is afraid to try it? I don't like these questions. <laughs> I don't like that you guys are asking questions like I asked. It's really uncool. We've been taught well. Yes. <laughs> We're good students. <laughs> no, this is a great question. Mm -hmm. um, I would say just just like get started. You know, like don't don't worry about whether or not you're ready or you're qualified or if you're going to do it right or what people are going to think of it. Just start doing it. And like step by step, it'll start to make sense. You'll start to figure it out. It'll start to look different. It'll start to give you information you didn't have. And you'll start to realize that as you go, um, 
the information you need shows up and it's not it's not waiting for it it's doing it and then you get it and I think that's really important it's like sort of counterintuitive it seems to the way that most people work things out like they sort of wait for the answers to appear but I say just start start going before the answers appear and then things start to make a lot of sense and they happen a lot faster does that make sense yeah Yeah. okay cool awesome that's how we roll here (laughs) (laughs) is there anything else you want to add about your thoughts about the tour or for any of the women that you're about to meet and inspire um (laughs) no (laughs) i don't know it just like let's just have fun let's just let's just like try something new see what shows up awesome yeah Well, thanks for being our guest today, Angela. (laughs) Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Grab some snacks on your way out. Appreciate you coming by. (laughs) Thanks so much. All right, I hope you got a couple good insights from today's interviews. Want to thank my guests and my hosts of the show who who popped in to interview me. Again, this is our Tales from the Tour. Tales from the Road miniseries for Speak Up Tour 2018. You can follow everything happening on our website at speakersisterhood.com slash speakup. And you can also watch videos and view pictures and interviews that will be posted on our social media accounts. I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be huge. We've got so much planned, so much coming up. But for now, I'm going to be sleeping for the next few days. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'll have more to come next Wednesday. In the meantime, if you have any questions, if you have any requests for things that I could cover or people to interview or things to talk about during this mini series, feel free to email me because I'll be recording it as we go. And it's going to be a huge adventure. It's all open and anything could happen. You could email me at Angela at speakersisterhood.com. And I'd also love to hear from you about what you thought of our mini series last month from Inside the Speaker Sisterhood. If you had any thoughts about it or anything you want to share, please feel free to get in touch. I love hearing from the listeners of the podcast. So that does it for me today, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for joining me on the road. And I look forward to talking with you again next week. As always, stop waiting, start creating. I'll see you next time.